Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled and a very happy 2023 to you. A brand new year. I trust I am the first person to wish you a happy new year. Uh, you're listening to Baffled. This is our fact podcast. If your new year's resolution is to learn loads of facts and pass them on, you've come to the right place. My name is Dan. I've got three things for you. Uh, stuff about forgotten cities, all about the highest pub in the world, and the very first Marvel film. Connor, what do you got? Film, film. And another one about film. And Mark is also here. Uh, This week, I've got what Uranus was called. A deep question about wetness and something which is bound to confuse Connor. Quite risky. I've started a brand new year on the edge. Uh, Welcome along. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I was wondering where the opening to Marks was going to go there, but... What's, what was your anus used to be called? You don't want to know. No, well, I can imagine. It's still called the same thing. Pump it, dump it to crump it. Uh, how was your new year, Connor? 2023, are you feeling like a new man? You got new, any new resolutions? Well, to be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of the old new year. Don't really understand all of the going out, spending loads of money on doing the same thing you do every weekend. But I did celebrate New Year. It was very good. New Year's resolution this year. Read more, exercise more. There you go. Bang. I do it every year and I never achieve. Fingers Great. crossed this year oh, is wow. the one. Yeah, good. It's nice that you set, something, you set yourself achievable goals just to make sure you've felt like something this year, eh? Yeah, what about yourself? What about you, Mark? I, I hate resolutions. Don't do them. Oh, these miserable people. Don't do them. Why should, oh, you, why should it only one, one day of the year be a point for change? Just accept you're never going to change right. every day of the year. That's the way forward. Mark anyway. wakes up every single Monday, goes on his personal Google Docs, puts down the tasks of the week, achieves. Dan, any for you? Yeah. I would like to become an MP at some point this year, I think. I think Bloody that's the... hell. Quick question. What is the biggest uh, scandal you've been involved in? There must be something on here if you, if you listen hard enough. There mu- I must have said something on this. Okay, that's fine. I'm just checking you've got one otherwise. Sorry, you're not allowed What's to be a politician. Point? No. Not I reckon, allowed to be a politician otherwise. Reckon being an old MP would be fun, wouldn't it? Oh, I, I can't think of anything more frustrating. I don't want to be one of the, the big ones, the big cheeses. No, just like one of the ones that sits at the back. Yeah, falls asleep. Yeah. That's me. That's a nice meal. So, if I'm, if I'm going to be elected on a ticket of bringing facts to an uneducated but very curious nation, here I am, Connor, give us your first fact. Okay, we're going to talk about Adam... Sandler. So in the film Dodgeball, which I'm sure you've seen, a great film. I, I, I have seen know. this. He's not in it, is he? I, I don't remember seeing him in it. Is he not Dodgeball? I don't think Adam Sandler's in Dodgeball. Oh, no, hold on. The film Billy Madison. Yeah, different film. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk there about Billy Madison, Connor. Uh, sorry, he was playing Dodgeball in Billy Madison. Um, he was playing Dodgeball with kids. He actually was probably pummeling the kids with the dodgeball in that film. Uh, a lot of parents were quite unhappy uh, during the process of that filming. They approached Adam and said, um, yeah, wh- why, are you hurting? why are you hurting the kids? He said, didn't you read the script? And he said, uh, they all, all the parents were like, they're sick. 
they don't read yet. You need to just calm down with the dodgeballs. So when you watch the film, all of those quick cuts that you see in the process of the dodgeball fight is because the kids were crying. So therefore, had to cut quite quickly. Billy Madison is in peak Sandler territory before he went downhill. Mm. Billy Madison, Happy what, Gilmore. done that really shocking Warboy. murder film on Netflix with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, quite a lot of his funny Netflix out uh, offerings aren't, aren't brilliant. He obviously went through a time in the noughties with You Don't Mess With a Zohan, I now pronounce you Chuck and Ari, which are naff. But I will have no bad words said about early Adam Sandler. And I love Fifty First Dates as well. I love it, though. The fact that he was filming the dodgeball fight, you know. Not in the film dodgeball. Which I guess, yeah, not in the film dodgeball. Which I guess you probably do have to do. How can you pretend to throw a dodgeball hard? I don't really understand how you can do that. Sod it. Just let it, let it go. Let it have it. Surely there's a way that you can film it, though, where you're not pummeling six-year-olds with dodgeballs. Probably, yeah. There probably is a way. There probably I mean, they is can a do way anything. around that. They can do anything nowadays. Yeah, yeah, it's true. They can put men on the moon. I love it, though. Mm. Parents approaching him. And then Adam's going, didn't they? Excuse me, the Mr. Sandler. Please no. stop harming my child. Yeah. Did they not read the script? No, they're sick. Anyway, there's sure. a little Adam Sandler dosage for you today. Surely he was expecting them to have read the script, though, not the kid. He, he, can't, he wasn't seriously saying, has your six-year-old not read this script? Surely he meant them. Like, you knew what you were yeah, getting. I think I he mean, meant the adult, it, yeah. All of it just sounds like a bloody nightmare, doesn't it? Really? Get a better yeah, agent! In. Yeah, I mean, it all just sounds like an absolute load of nightmare situations. But there we go. It happened. and I'm here for it. I oh, think it's great. Did you have an agent? No. Uh, Self-represented. <laughs> Don't want them taking some of that big chunk of money. <laughs> Back in the glory days. Yeah, just, they're, they're waiting for the call, mate, because he's currently on his hiatus, aren't they? So, no. you know. Yeah, back in the glory days, I had like a. a, a yeah, there was a, a, a supporting artist agency that I was part of. To be was very that good. Casting Collective. No, £30 she, a month. No, it was, her name was Anne Koska. Ah, right. Well done, mate. That's cool. That's even had, cooler than the bloody shows you've done. She had offices in Pinewood, I seem to remember. Uh, yeah, although it's given me a new New Year's resolution, I'm going to watch Dodgeball this year. I've not watched it in ages. Can I watch Dodgeball? I'm going to watch Dodgeball. Keep your eyes peeled for Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, no. Thank you very much. Mark, take it away. Your first fact of a brand new year. Start as you mean to go on, son. The planets were originally Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, and George. <laughs> Expertly delivered. Why was it originally called George and why did they change it to Uranus? So, originally, like, no one had discovered a planet for quite a while, right? Because all the other planets you could see in the sky and we'd said that they were planets and they were named after Roman gods and Greek gods. And then in 1781, a German composer who was living in England, William Herschel, who was a pretty average guy, mid-30s, Liked a bit of stargazing. He went, I don't think that's a star. I think that's a planet. It was a planet. And they went, well, I I guess you get to name it. No one knows what happens. I guess you get to name it. So he decided to name it after his king, King George III. So he named the planet Georgium Sidus, which means George's star. But for 70 years until it was changed to Uranus, everyone simply called it George. It's a great fact. I've got a few... Little rankling issues. Yes. Why, why did they change it name and why do they call it Uranus? Uh, they changed it uh, because everyone was like, George is a stupid name for a planet. It's basically what happened for 70 years. They called it years. Uranus. Uh, so they called it uh, Uranus after 
the Greek god of uh, who is personified in the sky, Uranus. So therefore, it was called Uranus. So they thought George was stupid. So they thought George was stupid. So they called it Uranus instead. Yeah. I don't really, you know, I I feel like the world's different now. I I reckon if someone if someone found something now, they ain't calling it after the king. No, probably not. Also, what do you do? So planet, planet face. When was this? Uh, Seventeen eighty one. They discovered it. So things are hard to do. Like now, if you find a planet, you can probably just look them up on Google. Who? Well, what do you do back then? You find a planet. You're in Oklahoma or wherever this kid was, looking up at the sky. What do you do? He goes, I think everyone thinks that's a star. I'm saying it's a planet. But what do you do? Just, I don't know, tell people. But who? Everyone. This is the problem. He's in some farm in the Midwest. What's he doing? He's in Bath in England, but close. I thought you said he was in America. No, he was a German composer living in England. Right, so he's in Bath. Yeah. With a a long A, by the way, not Bath. Bath. Um, My New Year's resolution is to correct grammar and poor pronunciation. So he's in Bath. Yeah. God, what a year I've got. (laughs) (laughs) He's in Bath. What do you do? Uh, I, I don't know the exact God, specifics at that point. Give me half a fact. But he built himself a telescope. Mercury... So like, it's not like there was a lot of people doing it. Like He built his own telescope. I wouldn't like to do that. I think there's more to this. I think there's more to this. because yeah. It's a great fact, but I'm, I'm, I'm with Dan there. What do you do? He's got to have known somebody or had some connection with what to do with that. Because you don't just wake up one day and you can you know, accomplish finding a new planet and name well, it. Well, no, but the, the, I wouldn't even... he has built his own telescope, so he clearly knows some it. Yeah, so here we go. So uh, Herschel's discovery was taken seriously and astronomers from around the world started looking into, genuinely says looking into Uranus uh, and making their own calculations. So basically he went, I think that's a planet, and then astronomers around the world went, hmm, we should probably look at this. And then they went, uh, you're actually right, it is a planet. We've been looking into Uranus and it does exist. I bet old Herschel's annoyed, spinning in his grave. Because he called it one thing. They've waited till he died, I would imagine. Yeah, probably. Called it something else. Yeah. Not only that, they've given it a ridiculous name like Uranus. Yeah. German astronomer Johann Bold was the first one. To Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, George. First fact of the new year for me. The very first Marvel film was Howard the Duck. Eh? The, the very first Marvel movie... Was Howard the Duck? Yeah. What? It, it was made within the Marvel world, and what? what the, very, the very first. God, is genuinely baffled. The very first Marvel movie, as in a movie made about a Marvel comic, was it Howard the Duck? Was Howard the Duck? I knew that. Produced Never in 1986. It. It's uh, it's called. I think it was nominated for about seven Razzies. It's been called one of the worst films ever made. It's, it's about a very sarcastic duck called Howard called Howard who doesn't really care who just goes around grumbling so he's no Spider-Man he's no Iron Man he's not in the Avengers Assemble tribe he is Howard the Duck it came to be after George Lucas's company Lucasfilm had a great old time making a movie called American Graffiti that did so well that they thought you know what let's do a comic book movie so they made what was the film Connor Howard the Duck great any questions Howard the Duck appears in the new Marvel movies at what point? He is in Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, in uh, the Collector's Lair, I'm going to call it. Mm-hmm. And he also appears in uh, Avengers Endgame as well. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch more Marvel. That's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to watch more Marvel. There's a lot of New Year's yeah. resolutions yeah. I think for you so. Today. So yeah, he actually appears do it. Do it. in uh, the new MCU. 
My problem is Disney Plus. Disney yeah, Plus no, as yeah. well with the old Marvel films, but do it in the order that they give you, not the order that the beans do it with Marvel. No. What do you mean the beans? Well, the the the, the nerds of that's, Marvel. No, that's the order that they so, give it you. They give it you in that order. No. They do. No, they give it you in the, in the order they release. No, they give it you in the no, cinematic go, order. Go, yeah, go in chronological order. They do in it, but also my problem order of release. My pro- Why? My problem is the first one that they the first one that they advise you to watch is like the Captain America one. Mm. And any time I look at a Captain America film, it just looks like the most boring thing ever. Like I can't will myself to do that. Anyway, yeah. some of them are quite. But you're gonna have a load of fun, and they're definitely better than Howard Duck. So you'll be fine. But the problem is this year, Connor. I got a busy year. Too busy uh, correcting yeah, grammar. Right. Well, how, how many movies are there? A lot. Right. Uh, so, God, a lot. It will take. It will take you probably if you just watch them as and when. It will take you probably the whole year to get through them. Well, exactly. I'm, I'm meant to be being an MP this year. Forty. Forty movies times what? Three hours on average. Hundred and twenty hours. Yeah. Yeah. What's that then? How many days is that? Uh, half a day. Six. It's twelve hours. No, it's more than that, isn't it? Hundred and twenty hours is half a day. So it's is it five days? It's a lot of days. You're not going to watch them Half a day. Like constantly, are you? What? Probably take you about 10 days. As mm. at least. And if, I, if I'm going to be an MP, mm. save it for when the votes are being counted. Yeah. There we go. I would probably put completing Marvel at the top <clears throat> of your list, mate, over being an MP. But I'm not voting for an MP that's not watched all the Marvel movies. Well, there you go. I need, yeah. a, good, I need a good constituency. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. So we're doing film, film, film. We're into the second film fact from me. We're going to talk about I'd... George Clooney. <laughs> Fantastic. We're going to talk... Yeah, we're going to talk about the film Gravity. Have you guys seen it? No. Uh, yeah, it's a very good film. Yeah, so basically, uh, George Clooney's movie Gravity, it had become a hit, um, but the actual, the actual filmmakers themselves felt that it wasn't going to be particularly great. So they didn't pay George Clooney to be part of it. This was early on in his career. Instead, they gave him percentages of the movie. So it ended up going crazy, um, and George Clooney got paid a lot of money from it. And he ended up giving 14 of his closest friends all of his royalty payout for the film Gravity. It was $1 million as a surprise gift when he'd done a little uh, food night at his, his place. He had it in a suitcase, a $1 million in cash. There was only one catch to it. They all had to take the money. One of them said no, none of them got it. Imagine being that guy. Who say no? Oh, well, you oh, know, it's a million corner. dollars. Yeah, taking a million dollars from a friend, I can imagine a lot of people. Mate, wouldn't. yeah, but I can that's like this. taking a tenner from Dan. <laughs> I, I can tell you this: if that friend is George Clooney, probably I'm right. probably taking it. Yeah, if if, if my but friend is George Clooney, who who offers me money, you know, notably rich, famous movie star George Clooney is saying to me, "Do you want a million dollars?" I'm probably going, "Yeah, yeah, right. mate, I am." Yeah, yeah, but also as well, Gravity, I think, was a a, a fairly starting point of his career so i'm not sure if he well, was no it wasn't then was it not no it was out about eight years ago it was a massive film george clooney had been around for about oh, 30 years before that it won loads of oscars oh, well, go, 2013 why he had a million dollars to give away yeah <laughs> right this is what i'm saying well, it, 10 years ago yeah well, we'll split the difference i said eight you said 10 it's actually nine uh he was in the nespresso ads before then so he's making loads of money Oh, of course, yeah, his best role, the old espresso ads. Yeah, he, uh, he, he, he got the million dollars, put it in a suitcase, and gave it over to his mates. God, what a dinner party that is. And also, you're saying, I wouldn't take money off someone, you, you know, when you, back, back, this was back when you thought it was in the infancy of George Clooney's career. I think 
if someone's offering you a million pounds, I'm putting two and two together thinking he's probably quite rich. He's probably got that to spare. No, yeah, no, what I'm saying is I would take the bloody money. I'm saying there's people out there, right, that would be like, you know, it's a lot of money, but they'd question it. I would take it you know instantly. What? You know, no question about it. But George Clooney has gone way down in my estimation after this. It's quite Machiavellian, isn't it? If you're going to give the money, just give the money. Don't have some strange game where if one person doesn't want it, no yeah. one gets it. What's that? It'll I say, like it. It'd been in Oceans 11, 12 and 13 by the time this had come exactly. out. Exactly. The guy's like, got it, a lot of It'd it done pretty well. Next, you know, because I tell you what that is. It's one him doing that thing with the the deal is it's one step away from him bringing out a sex swing, isn't it? It's one step away. It, it really is. Good film though. Good film. I once I've touched the BAFTA. I think it's the the BAFTA of someone or of I've touched one of that. I've touched one of that movie's BAFTAs. Does that make sense? Yeah. I can tell it's a big moment for you. That yeah. He <laughs> gets tongue tied just talking about it. It was, it was a very big moment for me. There you go. George Clooney, strange and not into sex wings. That's litigious. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. Makes my next question weird. Connor, can you feel wet? As in when your body's wet or if you actually touch a wet thing? Yeah, can you feel <clears throat> wet? Well, you need to tell me can in I, what turn. Can I have a guess? Yes. I don't think you can feel wet. I, I think you just, of course you can. you're feeling something that's not normal that's correct humans can't actually feel wet all you're actually feeling is a change of temperature and texture so there are other animals like uh spiders and other insects who have what are called hydroreceptors so they are sensors which tell you whether it is wet or it is not wet humans don't have that so you don't actually feel wet you just feel the sensation of wet which is a change of temperature and texture which your brain goes that is wet so we feel what we have learnt is wet rather than actually having a receptor like a spider would have, for example, that says, oh, that is wet. But here's the question there. It's it, called it, wet. Every scientist who discovered this has had, every, has had the same sensation as everyone else. How do they know, apart from the fact they have hydroreceptors, how do they know that spiders are getting a different sensation? Perhaps they're getting exactly the same sensation and that is actually how you feel wet. I mean, it's possible. Can't get on board with this fact. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, it makes sense. So spiders, they have special things that make them, they can actually feel the water. They feel the texture of the yeah. water that it's... Whereas, fact, various insects have this as well. So it's called a hydroreceptor. Whereas we're just feeling, oh, this is a bit different from what it was before. Yeah. Yeah, but what we're going through with the change in temperature and the change in texture is what is known as wet. Yeah. We call that being wet. It's, it's so a good point. we do feel wet. I, I guess the, the, que- called. the question is, if you had a damp towel and you were blindfolded and you had a cold towel, would you necessarily notice the difference? I would say potentially <clears throat> yes because of the texture. Mm. But temperature-wise, you're getting the same feeling. So blindfolded, you're not feeling that wet. You're feeling the change in texture that you're expecting on a towel. So it's your brain learning what things are like when they are Mm. wet or when they're damp that is what you're feeling which your body goes okay well therefore that must be wet rather than actually feeling wet well connor i'm, I'm very I think the interesting i think the i think the interesting bit about this fact which i like is without the animals that can feel wet we wouldn't we wouldn't know that we're not feeling wet that that's the thing that proves this in a way isn't it otherwise we would just call it wet when we think that we feel wet because they actually feel 
what you say is the, uh, the yeah. feeling uh, of the water. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so, so they have a sensor that says to their brain, that is wet. Whereas we have to rely on right. other things, temperature, texture. They have a, just a sensor that purely just goes wet. That's where Connor, I'm very pleased that you've started this year with a real... Pulling a thread of logic there. He is. Look at him. He's yeah. No, and, and I'm curious. See, I've got more on this. I'm running away with this here. Let's, 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 let's lose okay, this. I would, I would say, hang on. I would say stop, stop your walking before you run off a cliff, but let, <laughs> let's see what happens. No, just, just one last bit. What is, is there, a, is there a, an example of when you could test this where you are feeling wet, but you're not wet? So if you stood in like a fridge, not like one of those big fridges in a restaurant. Would you get the sensation example, of being wet without being wet is what your aunts aren't asking. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm curious. I, 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 theoretically, yes. And, that, and that's where I think, you know, that, that example of being blindfolded with two towels and one is, you know, one is damp and one is dry, but is cold. But then you have to replicate that texture. So I think the, the, the way you would do it is if you were blindfolded, so you're taking away another, another sense that helps you tell whether something is wet or not. Um, but it'd be hard to fully replicate. Yeah, I mean, it's safe to say, isn't it, that this fat on my old Adam Sandler pummeling six-year-old. I'll be honest, that wasn't not, not even in the right movie. He thought it was. That wasn't the best start to the year. I'll be honest. But you know, onwards and upwards on the stepping stones of our former selves, do we rise to become new people? Right, second fact of the show for me: there is an Irish pub on Mount Everest. There's an Irish pub everywhere. I believe There's this. probably a Starbucks as well. I'm 100% sure <laughs> well, that up there somewhere there is a Starbucks. I, th- I feel like we've had the Starbucks everywhere conversation. Um, I won't bore you again with my f- thing about Prague Castle. Uh, there's an Irish pub at base camp on Mount Everest. It's the highest and most remote Irish pub in the world. This is a, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. It's at Namchi Bazaar, which is a town uh, in Nepal. This town, Namchi Bazaar, is 3,440 metres above sea level. Most people that live there are Sherpa, who are in the tourism business, helping people climb the mountains of the Himalaya. Uh, About 20 years ago, which is the last census I could find, it had a population of 1,647 people, and they've got an Irish pub there. I love that. Irish pubs are genuinely everywhere, so... I tell you... They are, and... Do you know the best bit about Irish pubs as well? What? They always think that they're doing it right, but every time I've gone to an Irish pub in most places within like America, the Guinness is always <laughs> the food ain't great, and I'm like, this isn't really a good representation of Ireland, which is actually fantastic. But it's the it's the atmosphere, it's the convivial community there that, that I think that's what makes it Irish. It's someone sitting down. Hey, what do you want? I I went to an Irish pub in uh, the arse end of Texas in a place called San Antonio, and they had a telephone box in there and a uh, sculpture of, Brit- of Parliament. And I was like, isn't Irish, but good attempt. Why were you all the way down in San Antonio, Connor? Got family there too. My word. Did you go over to Mexico while you were there? Uh, no, but I have been to the border of Mexico to a tiny little pop-up uh, food stall which is a Mexican man that goes over the border every single day and makes food for people, and it was amazing. You went all the way there for that? It's not far. Two-hour drive. That's a long way for a food truck. It's a long way for a food long truck. Long way for a food truck. That's what the America, Americans do, though. though. They just they, tra- they travel everywhere's a long way. In, everywhere's a long <laughs> way in bloody Texas, mate. You pop up to an off-license, it'll take you 45 minutes in the car. But I'm keen. There's many reasons. I don't really want to climb. You know, I enjoy an adventure. Actually, I'm not really keen on climbing mountains. Um... 
But this 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 would sweeten the deal for me. I do wonder how they get their Guinness up there though. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably syrup. Probably have a lot of cores light. Keep it really cold. Mmm, the old Van Damme, Jean-Claude Van Damme swimming it over to you. The ultimate podcast for Married at First Sight fans is here. This is Recapped at First Sight. The new podcast keeping you up to date on all the love, fallouts, drama and secrets as the Married at First Sight UK bride and grooms try to make happy couples. And we're your happy couple right here, in a professional sense, of course. Join me, Kat Shube. And me, former Maths UK groom Bob Voisey, every morning after you've watched the latest episode on TV. Plus, we'll have some special guests along the way enjoying our very own wedding breakfast. You bit the caterers, right? Uh, about that. Recapped at first sight. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You can always get in touch with the show, by the way. If I I've have a few news resolutions, if yours is to get an email read right out on a podcast, well, we could probably make it happen. Info at bafflepod.com. Bafflepod.com when you're online as well. Uh, you can buy loads of merch there, water bottles, socks, t-shirts, loads of stuff, tote bags, because you don't have enough tote bags. Baffledpod.com. Can't wait to hear from you. Chuck us facts as well. Connor, give us your last fact of the show. So obviously Christmas has been and gone, but I'm just going to ever slightly introduce a little bit of a Christmas feel with uh, a fact about Tim Curry, who is in Love Actually. Uh, no, he's in Home Alone. That's can you it. get any of these <laughs> films right? Yeah, well, it's all, it's all part of me today, and I'm just recovering. Tim Curry, he's a lifelong Scooby-Doo fan, believe it or not. He was offered the role of the villain in the 2002 Scooby-Doo movie. Right. He declined. Any idea why you think he might have declined? I assume money. Maybe because he liked Scooby-Doo so much that he didn't want to be opposed to the Great Dane. He did not want to do the Scooby-Doo film. Because he wasn't happy about the feature of Scrappy Doo, the character that he actually disliked in the <clears throat> Scooby Doo franchise. So he said, "Nope, not for me." Again, oh, though. Again, we were saying, you know, George Clooney. Yeah. Earlier on, I'd take a million pounds from him. If Tim Curry is turning down a role in a massive film because of a bloody character of a dog, I'm mm. taking money off him as well. You've got money to spare. Yeah. Times are hard. Take the film. Is the I I can't respect that. You know, great actor, yes, whatever. That there diva moment that I do not enjoy. You are you're saying no because you don't like Scrappy Doo. Piss off. I mean, in fact, Scrappy Doo is very annoying. He is annoying, very, very bloody annoying. But still, it's a mate. It's an animated person thing. Just 
Get on with it. Dog. Do your job. <laughs> it's a dog. Dog. <laughs> um, is that the one where they go to the theme park? Yes. The one where they go to the theme park. It's got Rowan Atkinson in it, right? He's the villain, isn't he? Yeah, he's the villain. So that was the part that I believe to be Tim, Curry. Uh, Tim Curry was meant to play, which I actually thought he would do great at as well, because it's, it's a role that if you picture his face in, yeah, probably probably do quite well. But that is the film. Great film, by the way. Top, top film that. I am going to rewatch it. But I remember watching it at the cinema. When well, I was in what in... time, though, Dan? You're watching all of Marvel and becoming an MP. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm gonna. I'm, I. I remember watching it in the cinema. I think for a birthday party or something. I it also. I remember watching Rocky and Bullwinkle at the cinema. Mm. Do you know? Hey, here's the thing. Nice. Do you know? Do you know? This is a bonus fact. Do you know what Scooby Doo's real name is? What? Scooby Doo. Scooby. Scooby Doo. Really annoys me. Wonderful. When like for a made up name where they only ever call him Scooby Doo, they went. We should give him a full backstory. <laughs> so it's Scooby. Yeah. Scooby Doo. Because people will wonder. What this dog was actually christened. Scooby, surely that's short for something. And he's a great Dane and everyone forgets that. Mark, give us your last fact of the show. Right, this one's a bit of a mind mount. Stay with it. Mushrooms are more alike to humans than they are to green plants. Why? What makes them alike? So the uh, common ancestor between mushrooms and humans. What a ridiculous sentence. Yes, I know, right. Uh, split later than its common a- ancestor split with green plants. So we and mushrooms are more alike than mushrooms are, or even we are, to green plants. Think, so mm. uh, if you think about it, mushrooms, they breathe oxygen. If you grill a portobello mushroom, you're a vegetarian, Dan. Yeah. How would you describe the taste of a portobello mushroom if it's, if it's what, grilled? Quite, I know what quite a few people will describe it as. Well, quite meaty. Yeah, meaty, exactly. They breathe? Bloody lovely. That's what I'd describe it as. Bloody... Yeah, a lot of people describe it as meaty. And actually, mushrooms are closer to us than green plants. So you're more likely to get a meaty taste from a mushroom than you are a kale taste, for example. F- few points. Few gotta points say, go gotta say, it. I bloody love a mushroom risotto, don't you? It yeah. is a great dish, isn't I, it? I, Anything mushroom. Do you want to know my, you know, want to know my rule with risotto? There's never enough. Oh. You could make a, like a bathtub full of risotto and it still would be like a tiny morsel on your plate. There's never enough risotto. My, my thing with this, yeah, this is billions of years ago. Oh, yeah. Why are people looking this up? There's many problems facing humanity and the earth right now. You've heard a lot of the stuff we've talked about in the podcast, right? If we start analysing why we're looking into it, then we're, we're going we're gonna to struggle. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... If, if, you're, if you're asking why are people looking it up, then I do think you need to think why are people Googling was Tim Curry meant to be in a Scooby-Doo film? Well, <laughs> well actually, we'll come to that. I am going to take a leaf out of Connor's book here and steal a phrase from his lexicon. Have a day off. There's many more things that you could be doing. Why are you trying to figure out who's closer, a mushroom or a green plant? It irritates me about Damn. mushrooms while we're on the topic of mushrooms. Every mushroom recipe that is in the world, I'm sure you agree with me, they always tell you this mushroom to go and buy that no bloody supermarket ever sells. What is ever. it? Ever. I'm like, where does it exist? Where can I buy it? And why can't I just use normal ones? Are you talking that, about that, a that famous mushroom? mushroom a handful of? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know the long, you know the long ones. Porcini. The, the ones are a bit long. They look a bit. I don't know. They look a bit fancy. They're always slightly Shiitake. more expensive in the shop. Shiitake. Never get them anywhere. Where are you shopping? On, anyway. You know what you want to do? Uh, Aldi. You want, Tesco's. You know what you want to do? Get yourself to Waitrose, mate. You want to come oh. and see my mushroom man? Who's you? That sounds you a want, bit dangerous. You want to come and see my mushroom man? You'll have to um. You'll have to book in quick, though, because there's not much room in his diary. I do hear he's a bit of a fun guy, though. So. There we go. 
Look how happy you are. That's a me joke, that is. Yep. Yeah. Hang on, there's another one. Yeah, but you followed it up. You followed it oh. up with an absolute <laughs> show as well. Rochester is a city in Kent. It is. Well, I've it been there. Well, it, well you're wrong because it was a city in Kent until 1998, but then they forgot to renew the license, so they're not a city anymore. That's brilliant. Yep. Classic admin error. In, Ro- in 1998, Rochester uh, was merged uh, into a new county authority uh, called Medway Council. The government then said, if you want to carry on being a, a, a city, you need to um, appoint new chartered trustees. They forgot to do it, so they're no longer a city. I mean, you'd hate to be the person that's responsible for that. The problem is, is well, I don't know what it gets you for financially. But it's quite bloody hard to be a city. I grew up near a place mm. called Reading, and they were always banging on that they wanted to be a city, they wanted to be a city. You remember South End was made a city last year because the MP sadly died. So it's really hard to now become a city again. So, you know, they forgot to do it. Christ, what are we doing now? We're not a city anymore. I thought the rule used to be you just had to have a cathedral. I think the, the rule generally was, I don't know if it was the actual rule or it was an old wives' tale. My mum always used to say you had to have a cathedral or a university. I think with the proliferation of universities now, maybe that's taken out of it. Uh, and, but you still need... I mean, Reading has a minster. I don't think it has a proper cathedral. So I think there are certain things that you have to do, like you have to be a certain size. No, but you don't because Wells is tiny and Wells has got a cathedral like St. David's. That's a city. I don't know. But crucially, you've got to fill in your paperwork on time. I tell you what, when I am the MP for a city... Yeah, you're going to make sure it doesn't fall out of city to state. Well, I mean, I'll sell someone else to do it. Well, yeah, obviously. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Baffled. What a start to the new year. What have we learned? Well, there is an Irish pub on Mount Everest. Also, Uranus is called George, and Adam Sandler is not in Dodgeball, no matter what you might hear. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Make sure you follow the podcast. We have a brand new tiny little fact for you every day, and we will see you this time next week. Until then, say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. I got a busy year. Marvel films to watch, MPs to become. So I'll see you next week. Bye. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save.